Today is the 24th day of October, and welcome to the Coffee Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. 24th Day Evening Prayer Psalm 119 Happy are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are they who observe his decrees and seek him with all their hearts, who never do any wrong, but always walk in his ways. You laid down your commandments that we should fully keep them. Oh, that my ways were made so direct that I might keep your statutes. Then I should not be put to shame when I regard all your commandments. I will thank you with an unfeigned heart when I have learned your righteous judgments. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. How shall a young man cleanse his way? By keeping to your words. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not stray from your commandments. I treasure your promise in my heart that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, instruct me in your statutes. With my lips will I recite all the judgments of your mouth. I have taken greater delight in the way of your decrees than in all the manners of riches. I will meditate on your commandments and give attention to your ways. My delight is in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Deal bountifully with your servant that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes that I may see the wonder of your law. I am a stranger here on earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul is consumed at all times with longing for your judgments. You have rebuked the insolent. Cursed are they who stray from your commandments. Turn from me shame and rebuke for I have kept your decrees. Even though rulers sit and plot against me, I will meditate on your statutes. For your decrees are my delight, and they are my counselors. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. I have confessed my ways, and you answered me. Instruct me in your statutes. Make me understand the way of your commandments that I may meditate on your marvelous works. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. 
Take from me the way of lying. Let me find grace through your law. I have chosen the way of faithfulness. I have set your judgments before me. I hold fast to your decrees. O Lord, let me not be put to shame. I will run the way of your commandments, for you have set my heart at liberty. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 15, beginning at the 41st verse. There was one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. Indeed, stars differ from star in glory. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised to power. It is sown a physical body. It is raised a spiritual one. If there is a physical body, there is also a spiritual body. This is written, The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the physical, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also those who are of the dust. And as the man of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. Just as we have borne the image of man of dust, we will also bear the image of the man of heaven. What I am saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 11, beginning at the 25th verse. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your precious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls." for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is, 
and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A reflection for Tuesday for the week of proper 24. We continue our readings of the City of God by Augustine, Bishop of Hippo, year 430. The heroes of Rome belong to an earthly city, and the aim set before them in all their acts of duty for her was the safety of their country, and a kingdom not in heaven but on earth, not in life eternal, but in the process where the dying pass away and the succeeded by those who will die in their turn. What else was there for them to love save glory? For through glory they desired to have a kind of life after death on the lips of those who praised them. To such as these God was not going to give eternal life with his angels in his own heavenly city, the city in which true religion leads, which renders the supreme worship in the Greek Latere, only to the one true God. If God has not granted to them the earthly glory of the empire, which surpasses all others, they would have received no reward for the good qualities, the virtues, that is, by means in which they labor to attain their great glory. When such people do anything good, their sole motive is the hope of receiving glory from their fellows. And the Lord refers to them when he says, I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. They took no account of their own material interests compared with their common good, that is, the commonwealth and the public purse. They resisted the temptations of avarice. They acted for their country's well-being with disinterested concern. They were guilty of no offense against the law. They succumbed to no sensual indulgence. But such immaculate concept and construct they labored towards honors, power, and glory by what they took to be the true way. And they were honored among all nations. They imposed their laws on many peoples, and today they enjoy renown in the history and literature of nearly all races. They have no reason to complain of the justice of God, the supreme and true. They have received their reward in full. Very different is the reward of the saints. Here below they endure obliquely for the city of God, for which they're hateful to the lovers of this world. That city is eternal. No one is born there, because there no one dies. There is true felicity, which is no goddess, but the gift of God. From there we have received a pledge of our faith, in that sigh of her beauty while there is still on pilgrimage. In that city the sun does not rise on the good and on the evil. The sun of righteousness spreads its light only on the good. There the public treasury needs no great efforts for the enrichment of the cost of the private poverty. For there the common stock is the treasure of truth. But more than this, 
The Roman Empire was not extended and not to attain the glory of the world's eye simply for this, that people of this stamp should be accorded this very kind of reward. It has this virtue purpose that the city of the eternal city, in the days of its pilgrimage, should fix their eyes steadily and soberly on these examples and observe what love they should have towards the city on high, in view of life eternal, in the earthly city that has received such devotion for her citizens in their hope of glory and in the sight of others. Let us consider all the hardships these Roman conquerors made light of, all the sufferings they endured, and all the desires they suppressed to gain the glory of others. They deserve to receive the glory of the reward for such virtues. Let this thought avail to suppress pride in us. That city, in which has been promised that we shall reign, differs from the earthly city as widely as the sky from the earth life eternal from temporal joy, substantial glory from empty praises, the society of angels from the society of humans, the light of the maker of the sun and the moon from the light of the sun and the moon. Therefore, the citizens of so great a country should not suppose that they have achieved anything of note if, to attain that country, they have done something good or endured some ills, seeking those Romans did not as so much as suffered so much for the earthly belongings of the country as they already possessed. This being so, it is such a great thing that one should despise, for the sake of the eternal and heavenly country, all the attractions of this earthly and present life, however beguiling if, for the sake of this temporal and earthly country, Brutus had the strength to kill his sons, a thing which that other country compels no one to do? It is surely a harder thing to put one's children to death than to do what has to be done for the celestial country, to give to the poor the possessions which one supposed should be collected and preserved for one's children, or to let them go if the temptation should appear to make the country necessary for the sake of faithfulness and righteousness. Happiness, whether for us or for our children, is not the result of earthly riches, which must neither be lost on us in our lifetime, or else must pass away from our death into the possession of those who do not know, or, it may be, of those who do not wish to have them. It is God who gives happiness, for he is the true wealth of our souls. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, 
the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, that your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it, for the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. 
And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.